We are I. Good morning, everybody. 5.16 a.m. on this dark, dark morning. Um, Man, like there's just such like this hot topic these days about, you know, like getting forced to do things. And, you know, I know I harp on it on this podcast all the time and I talk about it lots with people, but it's such a, a thought provoking conversation to be able to have with people because, you know, like I really... I challenge people to think and like, let me start off with this. They're challenging you to think if we should be forcing people to do stuff here in Canada, why don't we force people to be healthy? We encourage people to be lazy. We encourage people to be unhealthy. Like there's people who are giving away like donuts and cheeseburgers and stuff to people to get a COVID vaccine shot. And if they were not eating that stuff, they would metabolically be healthier, their immune system would be healthier, and they would be better off fighting this virus. This is how broken we are in forcing people to be able to do things. So if we don't if we don't look at it that we can't force people to be healthy, we can't force people to eat healthy, we can't force people to be physically active, we can't force people to be metabolically strong, we can't force people to be able to do things to make their immune system better. Well, we can't force people to get an education either. Like we encourage education, but we don't force people to get education because we know that if you don't get an education, you'll just be left behind in this world. But we don't force you to get an education. But why wouldn't we? Because it makes our communities stronger. It makes our provinces stronger. It makes our nation stronger. So why don't we mandate school? Why don't we mandate a certain GPA? Why don't we mandate um, a certain IQ level? Why don't we force people to be intellectually smart? Why don't we force people to read one book a month? Why don't we force people to go outside? Why don't we force people to not have a ton of screen time? Why don't we set restrictions where the government can come in uh, to your house through the internet and shut your Netflix account off, shut your Facebook account down, shut your Instagram account down so you can only spend an appropriate amount of hours a day because this leads to a destruction of our society. Why don't we force people to be a certain allowable amount of pounds overweight, call it 20 pounds for argument's sake, and when you go to your forced Um, annual checkup with your doctor, if you are more than 20 pounds overweight, we will force you to go to a fat camp to be able to lose weight so that you can be healthy. Why don't we force that? Why don't we force you to be able to drive only 50 kilometers an hour through government-controlled programming in our cars, stating that we don't even have the option of being able to speed? Why don't we force grocery stores to only sell healthier foods instead of 90% of the stuff on the shelves being unhealthy for us? Why don't we force those kind of things? You know, like, why don't we force people out of urbanized environments and back into rural environments? Because statistically, we know people's mental health is better living in a smaller community. Why don't we force that? 
why don't we force people to all wear the same thing because it's easier because then kids won't get bullied over their clothes. Why don't we force people to all have the same hair color so that people don't get bullied over their hair color? Why don't we force people to be able to fit into a box because then nobody can bully each other because then we become this monoculture where there is no difference. Why don't we force those things? Why don't we why don't we force those things in the public good? Why? Why don't we force people to not get divorced? Why don't we force people to stay in a nuclear family? When you decide to have a child with somebody, why don't we force that family to stay together? Because we know that a nuclear family is better for a child. Because the thing is, we know that a lot of these things, especially the latter example, that like these things just aren't healthy. They're not, they're not healthy for us to be able to do. You know, and the thing that scares me is I read an article this morning saying that Moderna is applauding the success of their COVID-19 vaccine. And it's like, what success? It's still an emergency use authorization. How can you say that it's a success? You know, why not, if it's a success, why not assume some liability for it? If you're being able to stand on that ground where you want to start putting out public relations, public articles saying that, oh, we want to give ourselves a pat on the back, then voluntarily take the emergency use authorization off and start assuming some actual liability. See, the thing is, like, this is how broken our society is where we force people. You look at Justin Trudeau's government right now saying that if you are a federal employee, there'll be severe consequences if you try to dodge the COVID-19 vaccine. He's by force and authoritarian rule. And what you're doing is you're forcing people to be able to make a decision because if they don't want to do that, they're putting the livelihood of their family on the line. You're taking their mortgage payment away. You're taking their grocery payment away. You're taking their car payment away. You're taking their livelihood away. So you're forcing them. This is a dictatorship. This is a totalitarian rule. And I think Justin Trudeau's lost the sight that he represents us as the people. He does not represent us in a regard that he can tell us how to be able to live our lives. We tell him what we want instead of him telling us what he wants, what he thinks is best. There's been a huge distortion in this country of what government actually does and their responsibility. We are the people. These Politicians are puppets for us as the people. They sit on our hand and we tell them to speak, they speak. This is the role, the duty that they assumed when they decided that they wanted to go into office, but they flipped that we have become the puppets for the politicians in this world, in Canada specifically. There's been a flip in the opposite in role and we have willingly given that up, but this is a time right now where we can take that back. We can take that role back and we can say no. No, you represent us. This is not what we want. I'm starting to see way more Instagram lives, Facebook lives, you know, reels coming up with Canadians that are sick of it. And then Global News wants to come out and say that Justin Trudeau, 39% of Canadians agree that Justin Trudeau could get, should get a third term. What fucking people 
What people did they pull that 39% of Canadians want to live under this communist dictatorship rule of Justin Trudeau and the trickle-down effect in all of our concept? And that's why I applaud Jason Kenney. From the beginning, this motherfucker's been like, no. And he stands up to the federal government. He says, no. He says, no. He's creating his own path. He forges his own path. He's been heavily criticized for it, but he knows he's standing on a very thin layer of of truth and public responsibility, but he's one of the few premiers that we have in this country that's willing to be able to stand up and push back against the grain, and he's coming up heavy crossfire for it. But this is what we need. We we need people to be able to sound. We need voices. Whether or not this podcast reaches one person, that person reaches another person. But we need to unite. And when we go to the polls on September 20th, you need to post that we even have an election coming up on September 20th. Because a lot of people don't even know. This is the sneaky shit that our governments have been getting away with when they will sneak things in an 11 o'clock vote, in the middle of the night, a vote censoring the internet. They will sneak these things into bills because people aren't looking. They're looking the other way. They will sneak in elections because they know people are too preoccupied. They will sneak these things in. And this is not. A, A federal election especially should be a heavily politicized, heavily publicized event so that all Canadians know, all Canadians go in and they're well informed. But there's not. They're trying to slip it under the rug. They're trying to slip in what suits them, not what suits us. No, Justin Trudeau should not get a third term. There is, there's a lot of Canadians that feel that way. But it takes us to encourage people to go vote because you have a voice. Even if you want to vote for that motherfucker, Justin Trudeau, you should go vote. We need to vote. We need to make it publicly known so that people don't, after the fact, be like, I didn't even know there's an election going on. You need to stand up. And when they look at having a an election where they're only going to advertise that on TV, I don't watch TV. Pull out your Instagram ads, federal government, federal elections committee. Pull out Instagram ads. Pull out Facebook ads. Inform people. Tell them that there's an election coming up. Put some notes down on what the top key speaking points are for each one of these platforms. Like we need to be educated because our future, our future in this country, our future on this planet, our future internationally, our future provincially. September 20th, we need to really ingrain that in our mind. We cannot forget how important that date is. Everybody needs to get out. Everybody needs to get out. Educate yourself. Like I said from the beginning, for the next month, I'm just, I need, we have this responsibility as Canadians. You need to be informed. I've said it publicly, loud, and proud that I am going to vote conservative. Do I believe in trust everything that they're going to do? No, but if they're leveraging a platform, they're going to give Canadians the right to be able to choose and not force Canadians in this authoritarian rule, then that I will vote for because that is the foundation above all of why we live in this country is having the freedom to be able to choose. And this is my voice. This is our voice. Whether or not that you believe in a conservative platform, a liberal platform, an NDP platform, 
you should first and foremost believe in the freedom to be able to choose because when we take when we lose our freedom to be able to choose when we willingly take that away from ourselves because we are not willing to push back that is where the destruction of our country starts, where our foundation starts to crumble, where we no longer have a place to be able to stand with our chest up and our shoulders back. So even if you want to vote liberal, if the liberal government is taking our right away from us to be able to choose, if you are a true Canadian, if you are a true thorough Canadian, where red and white runs through your veins in the most literal sense, then you should be choosing the party that allows you to be able to choose, that gives you your freedom of choice because you deserve that. You live in Canada. You live in a province in Canada. You live in a city in Canada. You live in a municipality with inside of Canada. You have the right to be able to choose because you are Canadian.